Hello and welcome to the AIS Arena for Capitals Basketball as the Canberra Transit Capitals take on the CFM Fire in what is always a fiery clash. Craig Ravel with you to call the action. John Keogh joining us in pre-game. And John, this game in the earlier part of the season played at Southern Cross Stadium was an absolute caning. It was the Tracy Beatty show in the end making the difference between the two sides. Yeah, 19-point win that night for the Canberra Capitals, Craig. Uh, Townsville really didn't get firing that night. I think Dave Herbert and his girls will be looking to step it up and be much more competitive this evening. They are coming into this game in a, a patchy form, to say the best, but on their night, they can beat anyone in this defence jobs, WNBL. Well, that's right, Craig. They've got a very, very good attacking court, front court game, the Townsville Fire. On the other side of the equation, the Capitals, they have an exceptionally good defensive game, and last time, it was the defensive game of the Capitals that prevailed over the Fire. But tonight, you've got the likes of Renee Camino, Rachel Flanagan, Claudia Brassard, Kraus, Cox, Girls who can shoot the ball and score for the fire. And I reckon Dave Herbert would have some confidence in those scorers to do the job. As he said to us in pre-game that they are very happy with the way the team has stayed together and they are confident of a good result tonight being it's the first game of the weekend for them after last time they were in a heartbreaker at the uh, in Sydney at the Sydney Sports and Aquatic Centre when they face the Capitals the next night out. This time, they're confident of being able to get a, a good, fresh run at a side that is leading the defence jobs WNBL. Here's what Coach Herbert had to say before the game. Well, Dave Herbert, an important game tonight. This weekend could see you up into the fall for the first time in uh, the season. Uh, no, we've, we've been there earlier in the year. We've just got to uh, get, a, get a few results right now and... Uh, We'll, we'll see how we go. I guess it's, it's a tough game because last time we were here we got belted. So um, we're hoping to turn that around. We're fresh. Uh, we haven't had a game the night before and a close game the night before. So we'll see how we go tonight. It's also good to be here at the AAS Arena because unlike the Southern Cross Stadium, you have had a number of good successes. Yeah, last year we came here and played very well. Uh, we, we had a convincing win. So uh, the girls enjoy playing here. It's a... It's a good. It, it's probably a little bit quieter atmosphere. You, it's hard to get the crowd involved here as much uh, at this stadium as well. I think so. Injuries wise, you, you're carrying just about your top line up in. Yeah, no, we are. We've, we've been lucky so far this year. Touchwood. Uh, we've had a, a full complement of players for every game so far. So I suppose it's a credit to our strength and conditioning staff and uh, our physio. So. Well, all the best for tonight. Thanks, Craig. Well, they're always important games, Coach Graff, as you get set for the Townsville Fire. This time on a court where they have actually beaten you on, and that's always a concern, a team that's gathering form, and they've got confidence in your uh, in your good gym. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, you know, for us it's about, you know, just playing this game, I and mean, we don't take too much notice of, you know, what teams and where. You, you media guys are all about wins and where they are, and, and the points for us, it's, it's about, it's the playoff game. We've got a chance to get the split. Their season's, you know, verging on the bubble in a lot of ways, and, um, you know, we know they're going to be a different team than we played them last time. It's their, you know, it's, they're not on the double end of a roadie. Um, they got to put it all out there. We've we got to bounce back from the Adelaide loss, you know, we've played Sydney and Adelaide, two of the top teams, and this is a good challenge for us to say, well, we can, we can match all the teams that are in the race for that playoffs, and, and this is going to be huge for us. 
importantly for the team's balance tonight, Jackie Stiles has suited up, but uh, I imagine it's as much psychological. Get her back out there on the team that did give her a bit of a rough time last time. Yeah, look, I mean, we'll give her a chance to, to warm up, and, you know, I mean, whether we play her or not, we'll just we'll just see, but it's, you know, it's good for her to be on the warm-up, be in a uniform again and get those nerves out, and, you know, if there's an opportunity to use her and it's the right time, we may, but, I mean, if there's any chance that it's going to, you know, it's going to take your hit, we'll sit her out. Donna Loftagen, those gelling well in the, in the club, once again fitting in as she did last time. Yeah, look, it's been, it's been a bit frustrating for her. She bruised her heel in the first week and then she jammed her thumb at practice on, on Monday night. So she hasn't had, you know, she's still only had two games, two shoot-arounds and, and two practices. But, you know, once she gets a blend, a blend for us, I mean, she'll help us tonight on the defensive end and on the glass. And until she gets a true feel for us, that's all she's got to do. All the best for tonight. Thanks, mate. Well, Coach Graff there just saying that uh, perhaps the media's too much into the statistics of where the game's being played and not worrying about the now. Well, the now is almost upon us. In fact, we are one and a half minutes away from the start of Game 44 in the Defence Jobs WNBL, and it is the Capitals trying to maintain their position at the top of the ladder. John Keogh, the Townsville Fire, can muscle their way back into the final four, into the top four, over two wins this weekend. Yeah, well, they're going up against the Capitals tonight, the AIS tomorrow night. A win in both those games is likely to put them back in the two of the top four. Bulleen have a couple of matches this week who sit in fourth at the moment. One of those against Adelaide, who you wouldn't fancy their chances against. So a really good opportunity for the Fire to work their way back into the four. On the other hand, though, the Capitals sitting very pretty at the top of the table, but they have only beaten one team in the top four, and that was Bulleen earlier in the year. Some question marks whether they are a genuine top side, or in fact if they've just had an easy draw today. Yes, there's the Capitals lineup for this important clash in the Defence Jobs WNBL. Abby Bishop... Jess Bibby, Kelly Abrams, Tracy Beatty, and Tally Bevelacqua will be the starting five. Renee Camino, Rachel Flanagan, Claudia Broussard, also Jennifer Krause and Rani Cox will start for Townsville as they make their way to the court now. Also in the lineup, Caitlin Cunningham, Nat Hurst, Pete Sinclair, Michaela Dalgleish, Jackie Stiles making her comeback game. She played against Townsville in her first game in four years. Got that bump that uh, has caused her a lot of distress. She's starting on the bench tonight. Yeah, well, you quite kind of expect that, I suppose, Craig. Ease, ease the way back into the match. See if she can, in fact, get out there. But I'm going to be interested to see how Townsville handled Tracy Beatty tonight because she is a real tall timber and proven a real handful for these girls so far this season. Beatty wins the jump ball that gets the game underway. Bibby brings it down the left wing, gets to the baseline, pull-up jumper from the low post, doesn't go in. Beatty tries to tap it away. Krauss does the rebounding, gives it off to Flanagan, immediately watched by Bibby. Flanagan harassed over the half, but then pulls up and sets the play. She's at the centre circle now, dumps over the top, gets it to Broussard. Broussard works down the right lane, Looks around, kicks it back to the top of the arc, finding Krauss. Left side is Camino. Pulls up at the free throw line as she dribbled it through there. Shot goes up. Beatty, Cox and Bevelac were going after it. But Cox is the one that has the last touch on it. And it will be a Caps ball from the baseline. And, uh, well, phonetic start. Yeah, Camino got in good position for that shot, Craig, but she just couldn't execute it. As Bishop now brings it up. Uh, sorry, it's Bevelac we're bringing it up over the half. Bishop... On her 18th birthday, only three days ago, 
She's had to keep the celebrations quiet. Beatty harassed. Krauss doing a great job in defence. Beatty goes and works her way around that big tall timber. And Krauss can't stop her. It is the first points of the game going to the Capitals. They leave 2-0 as Camino works around the perimeter. Brassard Flanagan is on the outside. She drives towards the right elbow. Camino gets the handoff. Puts up a shot with a foot on the arc. Krauss goes after the rebound. Bishop in their arms. It will be a jump ball arrow going to the favour of the fire. So the fire to get the ball from the baseline. Caps lead two to nothing at eight minutes fifty-one. So we took a minute of play and only had one bucket so far. Inbound ball to Camino, but Abrams has been called for the early foul. So Abrams just getting reaching in on Camino. Camino wasn't in the act of shooting at that time, so she has. Uh, well, doesn't go to the shot. Inbound pass, bounce pass to Camino in the paint. Shot doesn't fall. Bishop over the top. I think she got a block shot on that one. But Camino can't get it back down and Bevel Aqua will take it away. Brings it over the half to the perimeter now and it's Abrams. Abrams gets a screen from Beatty. Drives all the way down to the baseline. Jacks up a shot. But Brassard, the alternate captains, going at it. And they both now have one foul apiece. So... This time, it will be Abrams for the fact she had jacked up a shot. She will be going to the line. No change in the starting lineups at this stage. It is Abrams, though, who makes the first of the two free throws. The crowd giving her a great cheer, the captain of the Capitals. Second shot is up and over, and she misses the second. So the Caps up 3-0 here in the opening minutes. Eight minutes, 23 left to go in the first turn. Over the top, Cox gets the pass to Flanagan who is cutting straight down the centre of the paint and Flanagan will get the first points for the Townsville Fire. Beatty, sorry, it's Bevel Aqua at the other end who dumps it off to Beatty and Beatty moves to four points for the game. Caps leading now, five points to two as Cox has it stripped by Bevel Aqua. Bevel Aqua crashing into the boards in front, in fact crashing into the timekeeper's scoring bench. So... The Caps will get the ball back. Working hard was Bevelac where the game started. She's hit the floor. Seven minutes and 55 seconds left to go in the first term. It's Bishop over the top. Gives it to Abrams. Dumps back to Bishop who's all by herself. 18 foot jump shot. Rings out. Camino will pick it up. And Bibby is just working hard to get back in front of her to slow down the speed machine from the fire. It's back to Flanagan now on the right side. Flanagan over the top to Brassard. Brassard working over the top of Bishop. And Bishop has been called for the foul. So I think they were saying that maybe she got a elbow into, uh, got an elbow into the uh, chest of Brassard. But Brassard will go to the line. As Brassard lines up now. First one absolutely all net. Brassard just looking very confident tonight. She puts the second shot in the air. And it rattles off the front of the iron, back of the iron, doesn't fall. Beattie does the rebounding. She's double teamed. Cox, good job there, just getting in the way of the pass from Beattie. Taps it over the baseline, and it will be the Caps ball from the baseline. 7.26 left to go in the first turn, and it is the Capitals leading 5-3 to three as Bevelacqua brings it back for the Capitals. 
As they gets it left side, Booby jacks up a three-point shot, doesn't fall, Camino comes down with it, no problems getting past Beattie. Abrams, though, is called for the uh, blocking foul, and she didn't get position before Camino was on the charge. And, uh, John, it was an interesting call there. The crowd didn't like it. It's the second one for Kelly Abrams. Abrams did appear to make pretty good position there, Craig, and there's a turnover here. On the inbound pass, Bibby has got the deflected ball and brings it all the way down. Doesn't get the shot in herself. The rebounds are lux of plenty, but Camino's the one that's going to come up with it. And Camino gets a second chance to reset the play. He threw the hands of Cox and Broussard, then left side to Flanagan. Now down on the low post is Kraus, who works herself under the basket and gets her first two points for the game. Kraus now to two points, five apiece here at the AIS Arena. The Caps working it around the perimeter once again as Beattie gets it off to Abrams. Jacks up a three-point shot with no pressure. It doesn't fall. And Flanagan and Broussard work it out in defence. Flanagan across the arc. Then drives down the right lane at the high post. Dumps it right across the court. Eventually into the hands of Rowney Cox. But Cox tried to tap it on to Krauss. And it was Bevelacqua who got in there to tap it over the baseline. And a timeout being called by Coach Carrigraff here at the AS Arena. It's five points apiece. And the Caps, whilst dominating early, have found a more resilient Townsville fire than they did a month ago when they met them at the Southern Cross Stadium. So we're enjoying the start of this game. The Capitals pulling the trigger first, John, to get a timeout as Coach Kraft now just wants to go through and remind a number of the players of a few of the plays that she had worked out in her playbook for tonight number of the uh, all the players tonight in fact wearing a purple armband this is a purple armband game if you've seen the photos from this game it's uh, well for the sports communities respecting women and opposing violence and abuse the purple armband you can check out more details of that at purplearmband.org so www.purplearmband.org both teams tonight, including all the coaching staff and officials, wearing the purple armband. So, inbound ball from the baseline. Cox gets it to Flanagan. Hurst has come into the game for the Capitals. And I think Hurst has been called for a reaching foul. Yes, Natalie Hurst, seconds into the game, has got her first foul called on her. So, the changes, only Hurst for the Capitals. Wilson is in now for Flanagan as uh, Coach Herbert makes the change now. Camino gets it from Wilson at the top of the key, then goes back to Broussard. Broussard calls Cox to drive down into the paint and Cox lays it in. Rani Cox this season has been a great scoring machine for the Townsville Fire and she's starting off well tonight. Six minutes to go. Abrams gets a shot down off the low post. 18 foot jump shot doesn't fall and the ball will spill out over the baseline. As the Caps defence looking a... Uh, a little bit shell-shocked at the moment. Not as strong as what Coach Graff would like. Coach Graff already on the sidelines there. Oh, Cox. Uh, sorry, not Cox. It was Camino who dropped the ball under a leg. Abrams went for the layup. She missed it. And Camino comes back with it. Gives it to Wilson now. High post right side. She dumps it down to Broussard on the baseline. Broussard's shot is put up. It's jacked up but doesn't fall. Tapped uh, over the baseline once again. And it will be a Townsville Fire ball 
over on the baseline. So Cox looking to inbound it now. It goes to Wilson. Wilson with Hurst watching her. Wilson trying everything. Long shot pass over the top to Krauss who knocks down a long range two-pointer on the baseline. She moves the four points for the game and it's the fire up nine points to five as Abrams on the baseline goes high to Hurst. Hurst tried to go to Bevel Aqua back down there. Too much traffic though. Camino and Wilson doing the defence and they work it back out of defence now into offence. Left side is Cox. Goes to Camino. Camino works around the screen from Cox. Puts up the three point shot. Cox does well. Gets the rebound and we'll see Wilson set it back up. Kraus unguarded. Puts up another shot. It comes off the back of the iron and Abrams now will bring it back down. Abrams working down the left wing. Pulls up, goes around the perimeter through Beatty, then to Hurst. Hurst thought about the three-point attempt over the top of Wilson. Doesn't go. Inside to the birthday girl in Bishop. To Beatty, who the reverse layup is all too easy. Six points for the game for Tracy Beatty as it's 9-7. Townsville leading by two. Camino has the ball in the front court on the right side. Just over the top now. Gives it to Cox. Cox Looking around on Bevel Aqua, drives in the back of Bevel Aqua, she hits the deck, Brassard goes down over the top of Bevel Aqua, Cox's shot is unsuccessful, and it's over the baseline, I think it will be a Townsville ball, as, well, Coach Graff is unhappy, as Abby Bishop sits down, Bishop sits down, and Donna Lockhagen comes into the game, 9-7, with 4.23 left to go. In the quarter. Inbound pass to Wilson who tries to drive baseline. Turns herself, rolls away on Hurst. Beattie does the rebound and gives it to Abrams down the floor. Straight down into the paint. Pulls up and goes back outside the perimeter. Hurst, 45 left side, goes back to Beattie, top of the key. Then it's back to Abrams who fakes a three. Heritage is out there on the floor now, so... It goes off to Beatty to Bevelacqua. Five seconds left on the shot clock. Abrams puts up a prayer. Loft Hagen goes after the rebound. Can't pull it down. But Beatty gets onto it. Tries to hit a- uh, Hurst, who is already cutting to the basket. The pass was wide of her. And Abrams can't run it down before it's over the side. Heritage will inbound it in the backcourt. Gives it to Wilson. Hurst and Wilson bodies collide there as they bring it into the front court. John, your impressions? Well, it's been a pretty good start by the Townsville Fire in particular. They've scored, I think, seven out of the last 11 points, Craig. The Capitals were on top early, but the Fire have really breathed some life into this contest. Loftagen doing her usual great job in rebounding there. Gets the ball back to the Capitals as the Heritage is shot, jacked up, not made. Uh, Bevelacqua goes cross-court on Abrams. Abrams dumps it off in the paint, and it's Loftagen who will benefit by her first two points of the game. So the Capitals now back to level with nine points apiece here with three minutes left to go in the first term. Heritage, left side, going across to uh, Bianca Abbott now coming into the game. Stolen ball, Hurst and Bevelac were working together. They dump it off to Lofthagen who says thanks very much. That's an easy two points. The Caps are back in front, 11 to 9, with 2 minutes 48 left to go in the turn. Wilson down the left wing. She pulls up on the backcourt. Waits till she gets a scream from Cox, but Hurst was to wake up to it. Abbott takes it back again. Loft Hagen tried to intercept the pass. She uh, did do so, but Krauss was back onto it quickly. Heritage jacks up the three. Goes to Krauss, does the rebound, and gives it outside to Wilson. Wilson has got Bevelac cutting into the body of Cox as the pass went inside. And Bevelacqua will get her first 
personal foul of the game. Bibby comes back in for Abrams as Krauss will sit down now for Brassard to come back in. So Abbott, Her uh, Heritage, Cox at the line, Brassard and Wilson. Cox makes the first. She's to three points for the game with a shot to come. And it is... Bibby now, Lockhagen, Beatty, Hurst, Cox makes both and Cox will be subbed out for Flanagan who will step back into the game. So as the ball goes from Beatty to Hurst, Hurst pulls a jumper to call the play. She comes straight down the left corner, go over the top. It goes from Bevelac, we're in the corner to Beatty who just banks it in and Tracy Beatty looking like she's in for a big game tonight. Eight points for the game. Bibby will be wanting to get a score because we've seen if Bibby doesn't score in the first quarter, she doesn't score until the last, and that is a that troublesome side for the Capitals. Abbott now gets it in the paint, drives down the right lane and banks it in. A nice little layup there from the youngster in Brianka Abbott. Again, Bevel Aqua working hard. She hits the deck. She's down at the moment, John. Your thoughts on that play is Wilson. She certainly knows how to do the tough stuff. Well, Bevel Aqua just getting to her feet now, Craig. She looks to be Bell was somewhat wrong. hurting. She's up and walking now, but gee, she hit that floor very hard. Did indeed. They are just going to have an opportunity now to get it swept up and cleaned up as they will wait a few moments. She's shaking her head. She's yeah. not particularly happy, Tully, at the moment. Definitely had a bell ring. Coach Graff is uh, unhappy. No call on the play. Flanagan will get the inbound ball from Wilson and they'll set up once again. 13 points apiece as Hurst almost got the turnover forced as Heritage works around, gets a good screen from Brassard. The ball dumped back to Brassard. was a bit hot. She has to go to the corner to get it. Then it's back to Heritage now. Heritage around Beatty. Ball! Bibby and Beatty working together. Beatty got a hand on the ball and forced the travel. Great work in defence that time by the tall and the small of the Capitals who really did make a difference there. It's now 13 points apiece, 1 minute and 15 seconds left to go in the turn. Bevel Aqua across to Lofthagen. Lofthagen puts up a shot from the top of the key. Oh, all class, all net. The Torfern firing up. Heritage now comes down, gets it on the front court right side. Brassard then goes left to Wilson. Wilson now working around the screen from Brassard. Didn't quite get rid of Bevel Aqua. She jacks up the shot herself. Beatty taps it away. Hurst like a terrier at the ball. Brings it into the front court now down the right wing. Working around into the paint. Shot goes up. Doesn't drop. And Abbott will come up with the ball. Kicks it left to Wilson. Wilson harassed. Double teamed by Bevel Aqua and Beatty. This time Flanagan knocks Hurst to the ground. And Hurst will have the uh, foul called against her opponent. A great job there by Natalie Hurst to get the foul on uh, Abbott. The big charge call there as Beatty sits down. Bishop back into the game with 38.8 seconds. Capitals are on five team fouls, which is a concern for them. Only two against the Townsville Fire. Beatty takes the ball off Bevelacqua, drives to the left side, tries to go through the uh, traffic, but Broussard looks like she's got a trip. And that will be Brassard's second personal foul of the quarter. Not enough to get uh, the Capitals to the line, though. And the Capitals will have the ball from the side with 27 seconds left. So two plays in the game still. Bishop hands the ball back 
to Hurst to inbound it to her. Goes left side to Abrams who stepped back in. Bounce pass into Lofthagen. Lofthagen tries to jack the shot up in the paint but Bianca Abbott has been called for her second foul of the quarter and with 18 seconds, 18.8 seconds left to go in the first term it will be Lofthagen going to the line. She had the ball up in the air and uh, actually hit the bottom of the backboard. Shot is good from uh, from Lofthagen. So Lofthagen making her first from the free throw line. And the second off the front of the iron. Bishop can't tap it on. Broussard locks it up. It goes to ground. Oh, Lofthagen will come back. Jumps it off to Bishop. Bishop bounce pass across to Abrams. Dumped over the top to, uh, I think it was Lofthagen was hit in the head. Long pass going down to Abbott. Bounces off Hurst on its way over the baseline. 3.3 seconds. One play left to go in the first quarter. So Abbott now. Inbound pass to Broussard, dumps over the top to Flanagan, jacks up the shot, rattles around the rim but doesn't fall. And at quarter time, it is 16-13 here at the AIS Arena as the Capitals have a three-point lead at the first break for the Capitals with plenty of work to do as the Townsville Fire have certainly come here to play. So as we get set for the second term now, the Capitals... Up by three here at the AOS Arena. A good crowd in, not the best we've seen this season, but certainly still solid numbers here at the Arena for the Capitals. Matchup against the Fire, the, well, really one of the most ferocious matchups we have in the defence jobs WNBL. Well, returning to the floor, Abrams, Bevelacqua, Bishop, Lofthagen, and Bibby. For the Fire, it's Camino Heritage. Krause, Cox and Flanagan. Bevelak with inbound ball finds uh, Lofthagen and Krause. Well, I thought she got a big rejection on that ball that time, but Lofthagen has drawn the foul out of the... And Lofthagen's drawn the foul out of Krause, who now has her first personal for the turn. As Bibby puts up a, a big shot from the baseline from the inbound pass. Doesn't fall. Camino takes it back. Goes across court to Flanagan. Flanagan now working around. Dumps off on the left side to Heritage. Gives it off to Cox for three. Krause trying to put up the shot. Does off the glass. But oh, looked like there was glad wrap over the top that time. As the ball just would not drop for the fire, and the foul has been called on Claudia. Well, Jennifer Krause has been had the four foul called against her. That is no Brassard. Well, it is going to be Krause's second, I believe. So, well, tough call here in the second term. It's Bibby now. Right hand side it goes to Lofthagen. Bishop and Krauss has been called again. So now Dave Herbert does have a problem. That should be her. Well, it's going to be a second personal foul. So I'll have to check who has got the other foul. Well, I think it must have been Rachel Flanagan. So they gave it to nine. Inbound ball to Bishop, then to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua now looking around. She's at the top of the key. Goes right side to Bibby. Bibby driving down the baseline. And it will be dumped off to Lofthagen. 
Loft Hagen makes the two and now moves to nine points for the game. Leading scorer on the floor. They work their way back up the other end and it is another quick score by the fire. Loft Hagen down in the paint. Loft Hagen's shot. Well, she missed the shot on the baseline. Heritage looked like she had almost dropped the ball that time. And Camino sets up on the right side. Flanagan goes back to the top of the key. Heritage is in trouble. Abrams is really working her hard, but off the ball, Bibby has been called for the personal foul. So the refs don't like, well, the crowd doesn't like the call by the ref. And Bibby will get her first personal foul of the game. Last week in a critical game against Adelaide, she fouled out. Middle she had to foul at the end to try and stop it. Flanagan puts up the shot, bounces off the iron, doesn't drop. Camino's shot won't drop either. So it was Bishop doing the rebounding. Bevel Aqua then to Abrams' right side. Back to Bevel Aqua on the left side, on the left lane, halfway through. It was Bishop who just with a little hooky manages to knock down her first two points for the game. 20-15 to 15, that is. As the fire work it back into their front court. Heritage now through Cox. Camino driving baseline. Abrams just managed to get a body into the ball and knocked it over the baseline. And it will be a fire ball from the baseline. 20 to 15. Camino to inbound. Camino looking now. Has options. In under the paint is Cox. She puts up a speculator. Bishop comes down with it, jams it immediately off to Bibby, who's off the races, down the right wing, over the top, looking for Beatty, but Kraus intercepts and gets the ball to Camino. Camino takes on Abrams, shot is wide, and Bishop has come down with another defensive rebound. Bevelacqua, left side, Abrams. Fire needs to set up more in offence. Beatty again, mugged by Kraus. Oh, Bibby trying to get in from the pass that was going to Flanagan. Not able to get it back. It's, you know, Flanagan brings it into the front court, then turns around as she's driving the lane, hits it outside to Heritage. Ball bounces down onto Bishop's foot, hits Flanagan's foot, and rounds over the baseline. It will be the cap ball. It's 2015 here at the AS Arena. The fire just really slowing it down to a walk now, John. They are, and more concerning is that Renee Camino, their star shooter, has not scored yet, Craig. Kelly Abrams tied her down last time these two teams met, kept her to 10 points, and tonight she is yet to hit the scoreboard. 20-15 to 15 as Abrams just drives across the top, then kicks back to the left side. Bibi, uh, Be- Bevel Aqua goes into the corner to find Hurst. Krauss again, playing a huge role in defence. Krauss now gets another steal and a turnover, and it will be Wilson, left side to Cox. Cox looks over the top, doesn't see an option there. Cox drives into the paint, puts up a speculator. Krauss comes down with it and eventually is able to bank it back in. Krauss now moving along to six points for the game and it's 20 to 17, back to that three-point margin we had at the first change. Bevelacqua setting up on the right wing. Bounce pass off to Bishop. Bishop thought about turning and going. She's jacked up the shot and Cox has been called for the foul. She doesn't look happy about the call. That is the fourth team foul for the... That is the fourth team foul for the Townsville Fire and the second for Cox tonight. So, Flanagan with one. Brassard, Abbott, Krauss with two apiece. Total for the team is eight. 
total for the Capitals is six on the game, only one in this quarter. So that is good news for the Caps. They're not in any sort of foul trouble whatsoever. However, they only lead by three as the Fire is playing good defensive ball, but in offense they're rushing their shot. The Caps finding that the Fire's defense is tough as well. Coach Graff talking now to Hurst Bishop Bevilacqua. Coming out, I think, will be Bibby for Beatty and Abrams. Heading back onto the floor for the fire is Wilson, Krauss, Flanagan and Camino. Just looking at the, uh, well, quarter time stats don't have them in front of me. I thought I had them a second ago. But the Capitals leading 22-17 as both teams making their way out. Quite warm inside the AAS Arena tonight. And the Capitals trying to get off to an important start on a one-game weekend. Bishop makes the first. She moves the three points for the game with a shot to come. As second shot... Oh, is all net as well. Looked a bit flat as she released it, but made at the distance. Heritage now getting a bit of pressure from Hurst. Uh, Flanagan, in fact. Bounce pass down the left wing to Camino, over the top to Krause, who's now working to the baseline. Beattie watching her. Beattie now, hands up in front of Krause. Has Krause hand in, but I think a travel call that time on Cox, and the turnover is once again a feature of this game. The turnover's count would be extremely high as we're only five minutes into the second quarter. Abrams kicks it left side to Bishop. It is Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua back to Hurst. Over the top to Beatty, who's got the defence collapsed in on her. First shot was rejected by Krauss. The second shot she is effective with, and she moves the six points for the game. 24-17, to 17, the Caps starting to build up a nice little seven-point buffer as they approach the long break. Cox drives baseline, reverse layup is good, and Bishop is going to be called for her second personal foul. First for her for the quarter, only the second team foul for the quarter here as the file looking to make a change. Might be on Rani Cox after she completes these free throws, but... It is, uh, well, very interesting. The pace was frenetic in the first term. Cox missing uh, missing one. I, uh, well, I thought she missed one, made the other, but, uh, well, it's 24-19, John. This game is playing right into the hands of Cary Graff, Craig, because it's low scoring, it's defensive, it's exactly what the Capitals like to play and exactly the kind of basketball the Fire don't. As Renee Camino charges to the basket and she's called for an offensive charging foul, nothing is going right at the moment for the Fire. Well, nothing going right for Camino anyway, but 24-19, only a five-point ball game at the moment. I and guess one good thing, though, for Dave Herbert and his girls is the fact they only trail by five points, and their star shooter, Renee Camino, is really struggling out there at the moment, hasn't scored. So if she can get herself into the game you'd think that the Fire could work their way back into the contest. Yeah, the Caps will have the ball from the baseline, though. Hurst gets it inbound to Beatty, uh, sorry, to Bevilacqua, as driving down the left lane. Bevilacqua now hands off to Hurst, top of the key. Beatty is cut to the baseline, but the pass from Hurst, and Hurst is frustrated with herself that the pass was high, and 
is over the baseline. So Wilson gets the inbound ball now. She's off to the races, gets it over the half with 20 seconds left to go on the shot clock. Krauss on the 45 right side, goes back to Brassard. Brassard, Bishop was standing off her. That allowed Brassard to drive to the basket and Brassard will bank it in. It did look like Bishop got a piece of that ball but didn't stop it from scoring for Townsville. 24 plays 21. Beatty on the left side, Hurst. Hurst now, looking around, goes to Abrams, then off to Bevilacqua, inside to Bishop. Bishop working hard through this collapsing defence that is working on the inside players, but again, Bishop is able to respond. Eight points for the game, 26-21, we're back out to a five-point break. It's Camino, Kraus, right side is Wilson, the former AAS, former Flames guard, drives into the key, gives it off to Camino, Abrams didn't go to Camino and the shot didn't fall. Claudia Brassard working hard. Win defence getting down the rebound. Camino goes across court. Goes to uh, Wilson driving right lane. Uh, Bevel Aqua tried to get it down to Kraus but Beatty slapped it away. Camino couldn't get the drive to work. Abrams working a treat on her once again. It's Bevel Aqua and Beatty working it back. Well, they lead 26 to 21, the Capitals. 25 of their points have come from their three talls in Beatty, Bishop and Loth Hagen. Here goes Beatty again. Yes, yeah, just a nice little turnaround layup. And it was Tracy Beatty moving to 10 points for the game. Beatty on 10, Loft Hagen on 9, as it's Flanagan who makes the shot. And Flanagan will move the fire back to a five-point ball game with three minutes left to go in the half. It's 28-23. The Caps driving down the left lane. Bevelacqua tries to jack up the shot, but it's not to be. Krauss looking for Flanagan, and Flanagan thought it was going to Brassard, so Flanagan was making her way off as subs are being called. A timeout called by... Oh, in fact, Coach Graff wanted to cancel the timeout. It was an interesting one. But uh, well, I think she called next time out to the scoring bench. She didn't realise the camp, uh, that Townsville were about to throw the ball out, out of court play, when yeah. they had an easy bring-up. So now she's asking for it to be cancelled, but it, that won't be the case. Too late because the ref had said it. She can cancel the timeout up until the referee has informed the scorer's bench that they're going to one. But once the scorer's bench have got the call from the floor ref, they can't. They can't cancel it. So it was an interesting move by the coach of the Canberra Transact Capitals, just trying to, uh, well, milk everything out of this game that she can. So uh, she's certainly a competitor, Gary Graff. There's no doubting that, is it? No, 700 and something wins in the WNBL is testimony to that. Oh, sorry, 700 and something games in the WNBL with a 70% winning record is uh, testimony to that. 28 plays 23, the top scorers on the floor. Well, three on six by my score sheet, but I know I'm out. I've got Krauss, Cox and Flanagan all on six points apiece, making up the 23 of the Townsville Fire. The Capitals, 10 for Beatty, 9 for Lothagen and 8 for Bishop. Inbound ball from Bibby goes to Hurst, left side to Abrams. Abrams just working around, bounce pass inside to Bishop, then off to Abrams, back to Hurst, now to Bibby, bounce pass down the line, and it was taken over by Bianca Abbott, so Abbott has forced the ball over the line, 10 seconds left on the shot clock for the Caps, Bibby going into the paint, 
looking for the switch. No, goes outside for Bibby as Bishop made away into the key. Brassard and Flanagan, where you could raffle the foul that time, but it's going to go on Flanagan. So her second personal foul. And they will see the caps into the bonus. So Jess Bibby now gets a chance to have some charity to hopefully open up her scoring sheet. She was held very quiet by the Adelaide Lightning and Bibby has rattled out the first of the free throws here. Two minutes and 39 seconds. Bibby just not enjoying her Friday night basketball form. She makes the second as Heritage looks to come into the game very soon for Dave Herbert. Over the top, Flanagan now. Hurst watching her. Flanagan takes on Hurst, drives baseline, dumps it over the top to Abbott. Abbott's shot is all net. And Abbott stops the rot to some, well, for some temporary relief. Back down to a four-point ball game. 29, plays 25. It's Lofthagen left side, goes to Hurst. Hurst drives baseline and Hurst makes the play. So Natalie Hurst opens her account. 31 plays, 25. With two minutes left to go in the half. Wilson just using the body on Bibby, getting her back. Brassard has Lofthagen standing back on her. Goes back over the right side to Flanagan. Flanagan drives down the left lane. Brassard working well, keeping Lofthagen out the way. And Flanagan now will move on my score sheet to eight points for the game. It's Abrams outside the three-point arc right side, around the perimeter, through Lofthagen and Hurst. Hurst then goes back to Bibby at the top of the key. Bibby drives down the lane. She found her range now. That's what she needed for her confidence, that second free throw to drop. And she moves to three points for the game. 33 plays, 27. One minute and 22 seconds left to go in the quarter. It's been a dour struggle here in this second term. Abbott dumps over the top. Her shot's too long. Bishop chasing after the rebound that time. Hasn't been able to grab it. And it's over the baseline. It will be a Capitals ball. Well, I thought Bishop had last touch on it, but referee said no. Wilson sits down as Flanagan, Heritage, Camino, Kraus, uh, sorry, Brassard and Abbott are the lineup for the fire. Bevilacqua hands off to Abrams. Bishop, Lofthagen and Bibby are out there for the Caps. Lofthagen gets the ball back in the paint. Her shot doesn't drop. Abbott comes up with the ball, kicks it on to Flanagan immediately, who brings it into the front court down the left lane. Then goes around the arc to Camino. Inside to Brassard. Brassard puts up a shot, but Bishop has been called again. She is not happy. Her third personal foul now on Abby Bishop. Two fouls in this quarter, and it is the, well, the Capitals now who have given some charity to their opposition. Bishop will sit down on three personal fouls and Tracy Beattie will come into the game with 45.7 seconds left to go. And uh, Jamie Kennedy is uh, making her way up here. Of course, the AIS playing in Dandenong tonight. We're looking forward to hearing some of those scores as Brassard makes the second of the... well, makes both of the shots. So it's 33-29. So we give Jamie a moment to catch her breath. Beattie again, strong inside. And Tracy Beattie will move to 12 points for the game. And uh, Jamie, you've had a, a busy afternoon, but uh, here now to enjoy some Defence Jobs WNBL. Yeah. <laughs>
It's Heritage who drives into the paint door, hitting the deck hard with Flanagan. Camino, the former AIS teammate of Kennedy's, can't get the shot to drop. Still on no points for the game, Camino. Bevilacqua kicks it left side to Abrams. Abrams looking at the clock, sees there's 10 seconds left to go in the half. And it will be a, well, dump play into Lockhagen. And she will make the shot. Lockhagen on the buzzer moves to 11 points for the, for the half. And it is, uh, well, a 8-point lead to the Capitals, 37 to 29. And Jamie, it is uh, good to see you back here on our uh, Capitals radio coverage of the uh, Transact Capitals. Yeah, it's good to be back. And it's a busy night, but... <laughs> Yes, the first half, well, you haven't had uh, much of a chance to, to see the game, but yep. uh, it has been a very defensive game, and as you see the score, 37-29, to 29, you uh, double it, and you're only up to about uh, the 70-point mark to 50, uh, or almost to 60. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, obviously, the Caps have done a good job of shutting down the outside shooters because, um, yeah, definitely high scores from the guards and the Townsville team. It is interesting because your teammates have all just come back from Townsville where not only did they play them last week but they had an Australia camp up there yep. to get themselves ready for the world champs. Um, yeah, we... Um, Went up there for the game and, like, unfortunately went down by about 30. But um, it was a good game. The girls played well, just unfortunately unable to shut down the um, outside targets. That is definitely in the speed of um, the of the team. The game was so quick. But um, afterwards, yeah, we stayed on for a few days, had a bit of relaxing time as well as the camp. And, um, yeah, the girls worked pretty hard and, yeah, heading towards Wells next year. Yes, and, of course, your teammates all down in Dandenong tonight. So they're looking to, uh, well... They're looking to wrap up the series, in fact, with two wins uh, from their first two meetings. Yeah, well, uh, we beat Dayton on our first game, but um, there's been a few um, additions to the team since then, so, um, yeah, it'll definitely be a bit more of a challenge in our first game. Well, it's half-time here at the AIS Arena. It's 37-29. to 29. We'll take a break and be back with more here on sportradio.com.au. This is Capitals Basketball. Welcome back to the AIS Arena as a halftime is about to wrap up here. A trampoline and oh, a trampoline bringing out one of the uh, one of the floor sweepers, just trying to get them involved in the action here. But uh, some great gymnastics at the AIS Arena during halftime. Now it's three minutes away from the restart of the game, and we have not seen the girls out on the court to warm up yet. So. It is going to be a rush here to get it done by the, well, by the allotted time. But it is at halftime. The Capitals 37 leading the Townsville Fire 29 as the pack-up is about to commence on the trampoline. In Melbourne tonight, Dandenong leading as they, well, 15 seconds away from halftime. 51 AIS 25, so not the uh, score we were hoping to see any of our AIS fans, but uh, leading the way so far has been 13 points for Jenner O'Hay, who's really lit up this second half of the second quarter. Uh, it's 11 points already for 11 points at halftime for Larissa Kavanagh, 12 points for Caitlin Ryan, and 5 points for Jody Datsun. Of course, the former Fire, former Dandenong Ranger, now back in the Fire lineup. Elise Penaluna 
who AIS fans would know from last season, is suited up for the Dandenong Rangers. And, uh, well, 11 points to Maya Newley. Jamie Kennedy from the AIS Ball Club is uh, with us in commentary, and that, that's a good sign. Maya has really come back, uh, found her form since the USA Tour. Yeah, since the US, she's actually um, gained a lot of confidence. I think she like came out of the tournament like looking real like fit and played a lot of games like at a really high level. Um, since she got back, she's really contributed to the team. Fifty-two to twenty-five at the halftime break is not what you were wanting to see here. We might shut that down. So, uh, so as not to remind you, because you have got in front of you the stats for the halftime at the AIS Arena, Capitals versus Townsville. What's caught your eye, Jamie? Uh, the fact that Canberra uh, are leading by uh, eight points at the moment, but are being out-rebounded by Townsville. So Townsville's 23 rebounds to Canberra's 18. Um, so I think it's just the scoring percentages here. Um, we've got like Donald Loftagan on 11 and Tracy Beattie on 12. So um, like six from six for Tracy Beattie. Um, whereas and they've obviously done a very good defensive job shutting Renee Camino down. She hasn't got a point yet. Jacked up eight shots too. Yeah. Uh, eight shots from inside the arc and two shots from outside. Yeah. So ten shots in total, and she's on. Yep. No, no, sorry, that's not right, is it? It's Six shots from inside the arc and two from outside, so eight shots in total. It's always hard to uh, read those stats when you're... Uh, when I'm no mathematical genius to start with. And then you give me a sheet that's full of stats and I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to get any better for you, but uh, interesting. You've also noted, uh, sorry, Jennifer Krause's performance today. Um, yeah, it looks like he, um, she's been pretty one of the solid um, players for um, Townsville here. She's got eight rebounds and um, three from five from the field, so that's six points as well. So she's done a like, pretty good job throughout and a couple of block shots as well. Mm. Rani Cox doing a good job with all eight points for the game. And the cap side, though, it's Lost Hagen. As you mentioned, with 12 points, just absolutely, uh, well, defensively she is very strong. Three defensive rebounds, one offensive, so that's good numbers for the half. But uh, as you said, turnovers are really costing, and 9 to 12 is quite a high number. Yep. Well, the team's returning to the floor here as halftime concludes 23 to 29. It is... For the fire, Camino Flanagan. Camino inbounds to Flanagan. Cox, Brassard and Kraus. For the Caps, it's Beattie, Lofthagen, Abrams, Bevelacqua and Bibby. It's Brassard now on the right-hand side. She goes into the corner to find Camino. Lobs over the top to Cox. Cox jacks up the shot as Bevelacqua hits the deck again. Bevelacqua will be called for her second personal foul as she had just transitioned into Cox as she was making the shot that time. Yeah, it was kind of unlucky there. Um, Bevelac for doing the right thing there with Cox because she's an all-or-nothing player, so she's going to take it straight to the hoop. So the good thing is, like, or the right thing is to get in front of her straight away like that. But unfortunately, she's um, moved as behind the Cox has gone up to the shot. Mm. Well, Cox will go to the line now. Four, two. So she's uh, hit two from two in that play. Not missing much. 37 plays, 31, but immediately Tracy Beattie responds at the other end. And she has been a, a tough player right throughout this Defence Jobs WNBL season. Bounce pass, Brassard on the baseline, jacks up an air ball, Bibby is off to the races, Cox is making great ground, Cox tries to get in away, Bibby can't make the layup, I think she was scared by the pace Rani Cox was coming back at her. 
It was Flanagan who brings it back over the half to Camino. Cox now on the lane. Oh, Cox has passed the Kraus, has hit the ring. That should reset the shot clock, shouldn't it? But the Kraus with eight seconds goes to ground. Bevilacqua has rolled the ball over the baseline. But I would have thought any contact with the ring would reset the clock. Um, I think, yeah, anything on the back or the corner of the backboard um, will reset the clock. Camino gets the inbound pass, jacks up the three. Cox comes back with it, knocks Bevilacqua to the ground. Bevilacqua on the ground, gets the ball back on the rebound, gives it to Bibby, bounce pass to Abrams, and Abrams hits the shot from uh, the right-hand elbow. She goes to five points for the game. Flanagan, left side to Camino. Camino back to Brassard. Brassard then to Cox again. Cox. Looking for options, Flanagan works away back out to the top of the key, inside to Brassard, big hooky from Brassard, thought it was going in there, it was the right height, just hit the side of the backboard, Kraus rebounds it, she puts a shot up, Beattie comes back with it, Abrams over to Bibby, back to Abrams, and Abrams will bank it in for another two, and Abrams goes to seven points for the game by my stats, I heard five for the from the court announcer, so I'll just uh, cross this. What do you think? It, it seems very dour. This uh, it seems very dour so far. This game. Um, yeah, it's surprising that um, Canberra are getting a lot of their sh- shots off um, transition fast break when the guards of the Townsville team are um, quick and able to run that t- kind of game, which is yeah, surprising. It is the Capitals leading 43 to 31 as Abrams gets her third personal foul called against her. So that's not a good sign for the Capitals. And Camino, well, doesn't did make a first. Sorry, I missed that. I was waiting for the score to change. She makes the second. She made both of those then, Jamie, didn't she? I'm pretty sure she made the first. Well, I make it. She missed the first. Well, it's 41 to 33 on my scoreboard, but I know of, I am out regularly. Camino <laughs> will get the ball at the half. Goes to Flanagan. Flanagan on the elbow, hand back to Brassard as the Caps did not score in that last defensive play. Abrams blocks the shot from Flanagan. It goes back out to Kraus. Then at the corner, it is Brassard who pumps the air as she makes the shot. So, again, Bibby now brings the ball down. It's on the baseline. The ball is kicked, but Rahani Cox was going to go to Abrams, but Cox gets in the way, knocks over the baseline. And Cox, she has been a big player for this council team, Jamie. Um, yeah, definitely when we played them, I'm like pretty sure, yeah, 20... Her and Renee and 20 points together between them scored um, at least 40 points between the two. So It's becoming a bit of a rabble here at the AIS Arena. Bevel was being called now for her second personal foul. and Sorry, a second personal foul of the, the quarter. Her third in total. And that will send Cox to the line. So uh, just a, a careless foul really that time. Um, yeah, it's her second for the quarter and second against Cox. So, um, yeah, I guess it's just the adjustment on the play. As the Cox misses the shot, interesting, no one lining up on the side. I'm wondering if it was not uh, um, unsportsmanlike. unsportsmanlike. So Cox will get the ball in her hand. She misses both. 
but I think the fire will get the ball back from the side if it was an unsportsmanlike foul. We're transferring the ball to the other end. What's going on here, Jamie? Uh, looks like it's been called a double foul because now Bibby's at the line shooting two. So Bibby will shoot two, and who will get the ball back? That's the question. Bibby makes the first. It looks like it'll be a caps ball. We're getting a uh, John Key has been on the phone to the uh, referee. Yeah, Rowani Cox was fouled on the way to the basket, so she took her two free throws. Then she was called for an unsportsmanlike foul. I think on Tully Bevilacqua, so the Capitals go to the line, shoot a pair, and get the side ball throw in. Well, Abrams will bring it back. Thanks very much to John Keogh giving us uh, all the uh, rules and facts and figures. You wouldn't think he only came to the game at the beginning of the year with that information. <laughs> Jennifer Krause again forces another turnover. Flanagan brings the ball back up over the half, kicks it right side. Oh, Cox loses it over her head, comes back to get it. Cross-court pass to Camino. Kick out to Cox for three, rattles off the iron. Krauss going hard at it, but Bibby gets it from the tap away from Beatty. Bibby, triple team, knocked to the ground. Flanagan goes to ground, kicks it up to Camino. The call was for travel. She was sliding when she took the ball, but I think she released it quick enough that the refs weren't going to call that. Cox now kicks it right side. Camino for three, off the iron, and Bibby's off to the races. Abrams parked herself at half court. Flanagan gets a hand on the ball. Back to Beatty. Then to Abrams. Bounce pass to Lofthagen on the left lane. Lofthagen works herself into the paint. She gets her own rebound. Krause blocks the shot. And it's over the baseline. Capitals will get it back. And, uh, well, I said it's been a dour game, but it's still interesting. Yeah, I can't believe uh, from last week to now, uh, the Towns of Fire were on fire last weekend and now just can't convert, can't hit a shot. It is uh, frustrating for the fire at the moment as uh, Coach Herbert will go to Wilson in a moment. Bevilacqua drives down the baseline. It is a foul. That is problems for the uh, that is problems for the fire now because that will be the fourth. No, it's the third on Kraus. Sorry, I've jumped the game. But it's still three on a tour like that who is going to need to play big minutes in the stretch is going to be critical, Jamie. Yeah, definitely. Uh with big such as Beatty and um, out there, definitely need what they can because they're such a small team. Hurst gets the ball through the hands of Abrams. It goes left side. Abrams lobs it over the top, looking for Beatty. Brassard was trying to back back into her. Beatty's good enough though. Worked underneath the uh, paint, and she goes to 14 points for the game. In fact, 16 points for the game for Tracy Beatty. So well, that makes her eight from eight too. And uh, she's doing a great job, isn't she? Uh, we want to see her outside game, though. I'm, I'm calling, chanting for that outside game. Wilson's got an outside game, but it doesn't drop for her that time. In fact, it hits the side of the backboard and the ring. Hurst brings it down the left side. Left side goes to Lofthagen, top of the key. She brought it over to Bevelakwu, cuts it across to Beatty on the baseline, and I think Jamie Kennedy's put the jinx on her because she misses her shot. Wilson now kicks it left side to Brassard. Brassard goes across to Abbott. Abbott then to Wilson. Wilson on the left wing. Goes long to Cox. Cox just inside the three-pointer. Makes the shot. And the... Well, it's 47 to 36. 11-point ball game. Bevilacqua looking over the top. Beatty takes position at the elbow right side. Hurst gets it top of the key, then it's back 
to Abrams. Abrams jacks up an air ball and Broussard will retain it. Jamie, what do you think? How can one of these teams break free and start doing some real hard scoring? How can they break the defence? Uh, well, I can definitely... The tight um, defence by the Capitals has got a, um, the fire a bit rattled. Um, difficult to make a few of their shots. But um, I guess what's working for the Capitals now is their transition against the fire. Um, they're just running them into the ground, and even though the fire are a fast team, like, that's where most of the Capitals' points are coming from. The fire have been collapsing in, uh, particularly on young Abby Bishop. Who I guess did you get inv- invite to the 18th birthday party there during the week? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we had uh, that was the weekend we had to play, so <laughs> none of us could go. <laughs> but uh, of course, uh, Bishop has really found the defence collapsing in on her. She's been triple teamed at times in the paint. Yeah. Now the only way you can break that, of course, is getting the inside-outside game going to yeah. make them guess. But we haven't seen three-point shots. What at half time, the Capitals had jacked up three three-point shots and none of them had landed for the fire only four attempts and when you think about the potency Heritage Camino and uh, Cox all oh and Wilson that's four renowned three-point shooters and uh, you know none of them have landed for the Capitals Abrams Bibby are all devastating from the three-point arc Hurst has shown that she's a huge threat out there and yet, we haven't seen a three-point shot in the game. Yeah, particularly with the Caps, you think uh, they'd be getting a few more points from out there. Definitely if uh, the fire are collapsing on the big, which they need to do because uh, of the height difference here. But, um, yeah, it's surprising that fire haven't taken that many shots outside too with the depth of their guards. Donna Lofthagen is not added to a half-time score, and she's not going to because she's not out there. It's Bishop now, Hurst. Over the top to Beattie. Beattie, oh, pass. Bevilacqua had to reach for it. Goes back to Hurst. Now right side is Abrams. Abrams drives into the paint. She jacks up a shovel shot, which was successful for Broussard just a few moments ago. And the Fire have managed to get Bishop to bounce the ball over the baseline in the, uh, in the rebound contest. So Heritage gets the inbound ball. Goes across court from right to left. Goes to Wilson, who brings it back to Heritage on the right wing now. Heritage, part of the championship winning AAS team all those years ago. Inside to Broussard, outside for Wilson who jacked up the three. Abbott does a good job to pull it down. Cox now gets it. 45 degrees, three-point arc. She drives to the elbow. Bevel Aqua will be called. And that now will see her move to four personal fouls. We have three minutes and 34 seconds to go. She is a... uh, She's a tough competitor, but Coach Graff has decided to rest her immediately and bring Jess Bibby back in. And uh, that's a critical one. Tully Bevelak was sitting on four fouls. She'll have to do it for 13 minutes. Yeah, uh, she's a vital part of the team, and I guess Graffy has no other option because she needs her at the end if, like, I guess anything happens. But, um, again, that's her third personal of the four fouls that she has on Cox. So Cox is playing smart here and drawing fouls. Puts up the uh, second of the free throws. She makes the first. It's 47-39 here at the AS Arena. Beattie has got it on the perimeter. Gives it to Hurst. Hurst could think about shooting over Heritage, but instead bounce pass left lane to Bishop. And again, that collapsing defence really has uh, outgunned Bishop tonight. As Heritage will carry the ball over. Almost lost the dribbling fact, Tanya Heritage. But Hurst watching her from a pace back. Cox will get it now. Abrams watching her. 
And no surprise, Camino's sitting down as she just hasn't found a way into the game. Hard pass to Brassard on the baseline. Hook shot over the top for Beattie is good. That's a tough shot to pull off. Yeah, particularly tough roll to the middle and a hook shot, um, especially with a player as tall as Beattie in front of you. Bibby goes down to the baseline, kicks it to Abrams out on the corner, goes to Hurst, then it's back to Bibby, 45 left side. The defence again collapsed, but this time it left Bibby, uh, uh, sorry, left Beattie open inside and Bibby was able to thread the needle to get the pass to her. Yeah, they're working the inside-outside game now, which is good. That's what's going to break this Townsville fire open as the Counts continue their defence. Brassard, oh, Wilson getting frustrated and the pushing foul has gone against Kelly Wilson. And, uh, well, Kelly Wilson came from New South Wales, so I guess did you see her in your junior days playing with her a couple of years above you? or um, I didn't really play around her much, but um, I can remember seeing her play like around my sisters and that. But, um, yeah, I can like, vaguely remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's uh, Bibby over the top to Bishop. Bishop again, triple team. But Beattie has been called for the foul as the other number 10, who is Bianca Abbott, has managed to put a nice little block shot on and this crowd not liking this tough defence of the fire. Jamie, it's, it's, how, do you, how do you break it? You've just got to be quick and snappy and that's something you don't expect from the Tolls to play a very quick game. Yeah, well, once you get it in there, um, it's often hard like, um, to be able to see the outside game because you're often like posting up and you got you back to a lot of the players so um, it's probably difficult in that situation and because they're defending the outside men that's close to the post as well uh, it's probably a, a bit hard and the best option would be to go up but um, yeah they're definitely giving Abby Bishop a bit of pressure here Yes, the ball that time Natalie Hurst managed to force it out of the hands of Heritage who sits down now for Flanagan and over the baseline Hurst Pulling the jumper again to call the play. Right side is Abrams on the wing. Goes out to Bishop. Inside to Bibby who drives the baseline. Turnaround jump shot. Doesn't fall. Bishop committed herself to the rebound. Flanagan came up with it. Flanagan kicks it left side to Cox who tries to wrong foot uh, Abrams. Shot doesn't fall but Cox does her own rebounding and jacks it back in there. Sure, thought she got a slap on the arm on the way though. Yeah, the first shot uh, looked like there was a bit of a foul in there, but she's able to pull down the rebound again. Bishop faked the three, handed off to Hurst, who hits the side of the backboard. Hurst gets her own rebound, kicks it again outside to Bishop. No three points of jump, and the drop tonight. And a timeout, being, sorry, a timeout called by the referee, as they're just trying to work out if the shot clock got reset then, I think. I am thinking Coach Herbert might have thought that the shot that uh, Hurst put up hit the side of the backboard, which wouldn't reset the shot clock, would it? No. Have to hit the the top of the ring, as we've already established tonight. So that's what they're doing right now, running the shot clock down to... How many seconds will it be? Uh, it's going to be about three seconds, isn't it? Yeah, right down. Well, six. six, in fact. Inbound pass to Bishop, hands off to Abrams. Abrams at the free throw line, kicks it out to Hurst. Hurst drives back in, gets the shot away on the baseline and nails it. So Hurst gets the last laugh as she goes to four points for the game. 51 plays 43 as we have 49 seconds left to go in the third term. Abbott over the top. Lockhagen, who's just stepped in, is good enough to get in the way and taps the ball over the baseline. 44.5 seconds left to go in the, three in the third term. Cox to inbound, gets it to Flanagan. 
not notably the best play. You normally go to a tour, but Flanagan can hit them, and she jacks up another one. Rachel Flanagan, by my count, 10 points for the game. 51 plays, 45. Bibby on the right side goes off to Lofthagen. Lofthagen left side from Hurst. Hurst comes back to Abrams, then to Bibby. Flanagan watching her. Bibby pulls down to the low post right side, rims out. Brassard and Lofthagen going after it. It will be the Fires ball. Lofthagen getting last touch. And Well, 22nd play. What do you do? Uh, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do, but it looks like they'll probably get an outside shooter. Whoever's on fire, probably an isolation play, I guess. Well, who's on fire? No one's made a three-point yeah. shot tonight. It's Flanagan who journeys it down. Flanagan gets a good screen off Brassard, goes to Cox, back to Brassard, then back to Cox, uh, then back to Flanagan. Abbott puts it up. It drops. No, it didn't drop. It rolled, it rolled off and uh, Lofthagen again secure with wrapping up the ball. It is at the final break. 51 to 45 and uh, well Jamie, it's not a, it's not a run and gun type game. It is just dour, tough defence. Yeah, um, definitely earlier the Cats were scoring a few off their transition, which is surprising, but um, at the moment now it's just knuckling down their D playing fine, and um, Townsville doubling the bigs, and uh, uh, the opposite end, they're just, uh, um, Canberra packed on Townsville players, not letting them hit any outside shots. Lockhagen still sitting on 11. The only player really to open up there at all was Beatty, who is up to 18 points for the game. She started the quarter at 12, so she's hit six points in that time. But it has been such a, uh, well, such a tough game. Obviously, Townsville have decided on Bishop they can collapse. On the smalls when they're inside, they're also collapsing. But uh, on people like uh, Beatty and also uh, Lockhagen, they haven't, they haven't decided to employ that tactic. They've tried to man up on them and running with Krauss and Brassard just going one-on-one. Yeah, well, definitely. I'm not quite sure, but uh, maybe the, a little bit of inexperience um, for Abby Bishop. Um, they think maybe that can rattle her a bit or I'm not quite sure, but... Um, I'm just seeing something you don't see too often in the defence jobs, WNBL. Emily McInerney gets the layup from an assist from General Hay. That is uh, that is telling you that things aren't going well down in Melbourne when you see McInerney get a score. And that's not mean me to uh, to Mac. Actually, is a fantastic yeah. defender. But uh, when Emily McInerney starts scoring, you know that uh, there's trouble in Melbourne. Well, if you're the opposition, there's trouble for you in Melbourne. 63-28, halfway through the third term. The AIS down to Danny Nong, who back up tomorrow night against the Townsville Fire. Yeah, we've got a home game here tomorrow night. So. Um Hopefully the cups will wear them out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. As I, I just have a quick look, Maka, well, she's only put up two shots, two points for the game. So that is the uh, that's the floodgates, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> All right, at three quarter time, as John Keogh looks for the uh, highlighter that we stolen from him earlier, we look at the scorers. And in fact, uh, Rahani Cox on 15 points for the game is leading 11 points for uh, Claudia Brassard. And uh, Celeste Hellibron has... Yeah, sorry, you want to call the play? Vidi, turn around, jump off. Yes, Vidi. That's another two to a point. Is looking good. So 
it is Beatty who adds to the first score in the final turn. Cox, the other big scorer, is, does the same here as she moves to 17 points for the game. Beatty left side gives it to Abrams. Abrams now bounce pass into Bishop. Bishop looking to back in over the top of Brassard. Oh, gets her own rebound but can't control it. Krauss comes up with it. That was an ambitious attempt that time. She landed a hooky in the first quarter, which was a very nice piece of work. Oh, yeah, just then that looked like it just rolled out, but um, it was good for her to be able to get the rebound there. Yeah, Camino jacked up an air ball. Great defence by the Caps tonight on Camino to keep the scoring machine out of the action. Bevel Aqua drives down the left lane, gives it off to Bishop. Now back to Abrams. 53 plays, 47, a six-point ball game still. Over the top, Bishop will get the banked-in jump, uh, will get the banked-in ball and moves to, my count, 10 points for the game. It is. Flanagan now going to the left side. Long into the corner, gives it to Camino. Hard pass, round-arm pass to Bersard, whose shot wasn't, doesn't drop. Beatty knocks it away to Bevel Aqua. Then to Abrams in the corner. Beatty gets it back top of the arc. Bevelacqua has Flanagan watching her. Goes back to Bibby on the arc. She had a chance for a three but drove down the left lane. And just nice, easy J to get it in on the right lane. She's, uh, well, a devastating player when you give her a little bit of space. Yeah, when you give her the space and the confidence as well. And she starts hitting a few um, shots and she becomes pretty dangerous. Inside Flanagan goes to Brassard, outside to Cox, inside to Brassard, out to Flanagan, then the call on the baseline, a three-second violation, was it, on Krause? Timeout called by Dave Herbert as he uses his first of the second half as he, uh, well, Patrick Brady just checking that they still have two left to go for the stretch because certainly not out of it, although it is a 10-point ball game currently. Yeah, I think definitely the Caps can, the pressure they're putting on um, the fire uh, definitely rattled them and um, a lot of the players like just before we've seen Camino outside uh, um, usually like two feet three would uh, jack that shot up but um, she didn't stop like the confidence has gone down so I think the pressure um, is really getting to the fire at the moment. The shooting percentage is interesting, 35 for the Caps to 33 for the uh, fire after the Caps were shooting at 51.6 for the first half and that is a, an awesome clip to be scoring at. But it, it also reflected the defence. They weren't able to. They weren't able to jack up too many shots. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, at the moment, uh, I think they're getting able to put a few more shots up, but, and therefore like missing a few more. But um, yeah, the Fire's defence has definitely lined off a bit. But um, it's just now it's time for the Caps to start making a few more. Yeah, the Caps are looking to open up here. As I said, 57 to 47 is the gap. As we come out of this timeout, just looking as uh, Camino does have four points for the game, so she has managed to hit two shots. We're back into the action. Abrams to Bevelacqua, then it's back to further still. Inside it goes to Beatty, who tries to put up the shot, doesn't fall. Brassard and Flanagan working it out of the back court. Left side goes to Cox. Cox. Ball on the floor, just changes position. Bishop working on her. Cox jacks up the shot and gets the shoot as well. She is absolutely sensational. Perth would be regretting they lose her, but at the other end, Bibby just finds her range and some space. Yeah, um, Bibby's able to 
bigger, their confidence again um, is often just able to like hit back straight after Cox, uh, with Cox, um, so consistent every game and it's not one game she doesn't bring exactly what she's brought here tonight. As it's 51 now, plays 59, six minutes left to go, six minutes 50 seconds left to go in the game. Bevel Aqua just watching by Camino. Now, Bibby hits the three and is that the start of something. The first three-point shot in the game comes at the four-minute mark of the fourth turn. You would have expected a bit more of a shootout tonight. Uh, definitely with all the guards we've got placed out here and some of the best guards in the league, but... Uh um, unfortunately, sometimes it's not what we expect. Camino, nice little jump shot from about 12 feet on the baseline. Abrams now around the perimeter to Beatty. Bevelacqua on the right side, 45. She puts the ball on the floor, then goes back to Bibby. Bibby to Abrams. Will Abrams decide to light up outside? No, she takes on Cox, and Cox has uh, managed to force that ball over the baseline. Donna Lothagan coming in for Abby Bishop. So, six minutes, six seconds left. What do the fire do to get back this nine points? Uh, I think maybe a lot of a... Well, they've got to break the defense of the cap, so maybe a bit of penetration and dish, but uh, it just depends on whether um, they can start hitting some more shots, which in the last couple of minutes they've seemed to increase their shooting percentages, so maybe they're just uh, getting in the swing thing. Oh, Bevel Aqua and Cox going together. Cox just uh, having the ball juggled by Bevelacqua in her hands and luckily she didn't get last touch on it so it will be the fires ball from the baseline in their offence it's inbound, almost 5 seconds Camino will take it off, dumps it into Beattie uh, well dumps it but Beattie's hand was the only thing there, it's over the baseline again 5 seconds on the shot clock as they look to inbound it, goes long, oh Krauss was open, shot doesn't fall, Cox gets it back, reverse layup is not good but the foul, who will it be called on? It's on the 22 of Donna Lofthagen. Lofthagen's defence is normally very, uh, very strong and she doesn't, she's not prone to making silly fouls. In fact, her first tonight. Yeah, again, Rahani Cost is involved. So, again, pulls in a strong rebound and uh, puts it back up. So, she's good at drawing them fouls and um, getting on the board. Moves with the first of the free throws to 18 points for the game so Cox we've got to go one and then two we'll get that right so Cox now having a uh, well well, I've got a sorry 17 point game it's 62 plays 55 as Bibby tries to alley-oop it up there for Beatty and uh, it just ricochets I think off the feet of Brassard eventually over the uh, Baseline, so the Caps will get a second chance, but it was definitely a wayward pass. As the Caps work it back in, Flanagan taps it off. So two seconds left on the shot clock, 5:17 on the game clock. How's your inbound? What's your inbound play here? To Beatty? Uh, Beatty or possibly outside shooter Bibby. Lofthagen takes on Brassard. And Brassard, who looked like she was just standing there, well, yeah, uh, what's your call on that one? You? Uh, she was way outside the three-point line, so it's a tough one. I'm not quite sure why Brassard stepped up so much when there's only two seconds in the clock. Did, did she step out, do you think? Yeah. Was it the foul was there? Um, 
I'm not quite sure. It was a bit of a uh, bit of both ways, but uh, whoa. big three-point attempt. Jess Bibby, she hits her second three for the game, and after being held quiet for the first three quarters, she has managed to light up with two big three-point attempts. 65 now plays 55. It's a 10-point ball game. Looking into Melbourne, and it's 82 plays 28. I'm going to close that away because, Jamie, you don't like the look of that. Flanagan cuts to Heritage on the baseline. Pull-up jump shot on the left lane. Hits the back of the iron. Beatty's good enough to do the rebounding. Heritage gets inside Lofthagen, and the shot won't count because I think Heritage has been called for her first personal foul. So it will be... uh, Important here, because that's two quick fouls that the Council have given away. They're 10 points down, so they're definitely not out of this game. So, yeah, it's important to, yeah, important. to control their fouls a bit. Yeah. Yep. Bibby gets the ball again at the top of the arc. Goes left side to Abrams, who just lobs it up in the air. Beatty has to reach to get it. Loftagen in under the paint. She banks it in. Loftagen going and drawing a foul on the play. So that's three. If you coach Herbert, you would be ropeable. Brassard now up to four personal fouls for the game. And two in the last what, one minute? So yeah, 30 odd seconds. Yeah. Lofthagen to make it a three-point play, which she does. And it is 14 points for Donald Lofthagen by my count. 12 points, the difference. Here at the AIS Arena, in fact, check that, it's 13. Krauss over the top to Flanagan as it goes to Cox on the baseline. It rattles in and this time Lofthagen's called for the foul. Her second of the game and it will send the, well, the scoring machine of Rani Cox to the line. Now, interesting, Dalgleish, Cunningham... Lange, Sinclair and Styles, All not played so far for the Capitals. Am I right in saying that? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yep. So, four players not having made it onto the court tonight as a 10-point ball game as the free throw was made. Yeah, definitely. Even with like the 10 points here, I think that uh, Graffy's right in saying... Uh, oh, Krauss has had a big block shot on Beatty as Cox will be called for the foul and Cox is frustrated with that call. It is a tough one for the uh, Fire who now sit on 14 fouls with uh, what just on five minutes of game time remaining. They they have to be perfect. They're going to be, uh, well, Herbert's angels here to get them through into uh, this last bit because uh, from the next foul on, it's all gift points. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, from now on, they've just got to be really careful, and um, I need to stick with the defence they've been playing earlier. And hopefully, that's going to work. Otherwise, um, they're going to be doing easy and crucial points later. Our most important part of the game. It is 68 to 58. Round the five-minute mark, left to go. As we have the Capitals, Coach Graff, probably happy with the position of the game. Certainly, Dave. Herbert has had a lot of confidence with his bench, but interestingly enough, Felice Hellebron hasn't played yet, and that is critical because if Andrea Walsh 
and Solis Herley Brom come out of this game without any minutes, that is a, a big boost for them tomorrow night against the AAS who will have played... Um, well, I guess you're going to be able to have Molly Llewellyn or Elise uh, Ironmonger to come back into the AAS side who are fresh and have had a chance to watch our Townsville are playing tonight, but uh, still... The, all the guards for your team are going to be uh, have that one game in, in under them, which will be a little bit tiring, knowing that you've got uh, Walsh and Hellebron to come back in. Yeah, definitely with a like, team like Townsville, a um, group of runners and can run the transition game fairly well. Um, it will be difficult for our guards, um, especially since most of them have gone away this weekend. So it will be a challenge, but uh, like you said, we've got a couple of fresh legs as well, so hopefully it will help out. All right, Beatty makes the two as uh, Cox has been called for the travel. Donald Lofthagen just helping the refs confirm that call. Abrams will get it from the side. Three minutes 46, in fact, left to go in the game as the Caps 70 lead the Townsville Fire 58. Bibby goes to Lofthagen, back to Bibby. They tried to get the bounce pass over to Beatty, but again, the collapsing defence just chops off your laneways when you're trying to get the ball and keep it down in the paint. Yeah, and especially with the penetration, uh, with the penetration, uh, they're not really drawing um, the inside Townsville players, so it's difficult to make the pass, and it's either going to be a deflection or um, like not able to make the pass, so it's making it pretty difficult with the collapsing of the Townsville team. Bibby now gets the ball on, bounce pass inside to Lofthagen, block shot by Krauss falls into the hands of Beatty, and Beatty racks up another. She's 24 points for the game, 72-58. It's this time Wilson left side to Heritage. Heritage drives to the baseline, dumps over the top to Camino. All net bang. Camino pulls the trigger that time. Nine points for the game for Renee Camino. Yeah, and the first three pointer for the fire. Well, it's come with... Two minutes, le- two, three minutes left to go in the game as Cox this time gets in between the bounce pass from Lofthagen to a fast-moving Bevel Aqua and the Caps will get it back over the baseline now. Inbound, Abrams goes to Bibby. Bibby gets the screen from Beatty. Now outside to Bevel Aqua, inside to Beatty and Beatty is showing the inside-outside game at its best. But what they're having to do, normally you go inside the post player who flicks it out quickly. This time it was inside to another player who had the defence collapse on them to open up your tall. Wilson jacks up the three, the two-point attempt from the charity stripe. Krauss comes down with the rebound. Krauss wasn't happy. She thought she got hacked as Beatty gives it to Bishop. Bishop brings it over the half. Reverse layup doesn't fall. Cox gets a good block shot on Lofthagen who thought she was dropped at the same time. And Abrams will come up with a rebound and force it out. Something you saw there, Jamie? Uh, I was just looking at uh, the block shot by Rahani, so I've got a hand in there. <laughs> Donald Lofthagen with them to impress. No. Is Bevelacqua tried to pull the trigger on a three. Camino over the top, inside to Kraus. Beatty gets a foul. That time, Kraus, and it was a lot softer contact, but it will send Kraus to the line. Yeah, I think the foul, oh, the play phase before uh, um, Kraus was uh, asking the ref for the um, holding call, but... Uh, this time she's got her a bit softer than the last. Bevelac, where I don't have, with a shot tonight made, she's had one field and one three-point... Two field goals, attempts, one three-point, one inside, and she hasn't made them yet. 
Yeah, uh, well, Bev- with Bevelaco, it's a completely different ball game. Um, she can not score a point and still be like one of the most valuable players out there. She's able to control the game and and um, control the players and and like the tempo of the game, which is like more important than a lot of aspects of the game. Minute 47 seconds left to go. Abram sets up from point, dumps over the top. Beatty is mugged, and uh, I think you can raffle it. No, Cox is going to get it. Well. Cox just gave a, a beautiful little Laura Summerton what me look then, and it was uh, it was one of the classics. It, it does move Rani Cox up to four for the game, and uh, whilst that's a concern with a minute 42 left, you know that uh, someone with Rani's experience is not going to fail herself out unless it's necessary. Yeah, and definitely the point margin. That wouldn't be much point to foul right now. Beatty rattles off the front of the iron but doesn't fall. Second shot about to go up. On its way now. Second shot doesn't fall. Bishop tries to slap it on. Bibby rips it out of the hands of Heritage. And now it is Bevilacqua who sets up the play. Wilson pushing foul. Stops the clock. Are you looking to stop the clock here when you're automatically going to send him to the line? Um, well, definitely, well, there's only one minute 30 left, um, I guess the main thing is they want possession, but I don't think they can catch up from here, but I bet that's the only bet they can take right now to get the ball back. So, they have to take it, the, the Caps are going to score a few, but they're going to get more possession. Yeah. As, uh, Tully Bevilacqua, well, we've managed to get her on the score sheet with the free throw, she opens up her account, Tully... Second shot on its way is good. So, Bevilacqua, her first trip to the line. Um, yeah, her first trip to the line is two points. 76, play 62. Bibby knocks the ball away from Heritage. Bishop kicks it straight back to Bibby. Bibby's layup is good. And Jeff Bibby to 66, 17 points for the game to uh, find a 78, play 62 ball game. Caps with a minute 10 left to hold off. Heritage pulls the trigger on a three. It's hard off the back iron. Abbott comes up with the rebound. Abbott takes on Bishop. Got the travel there against uh, Bishop, who really took a piece of the arm at the same time. Yeah, I think uh, right now it's just the fire getting desperate to get some points on the board. So um, it's doing anything better, unfortunately. With a couple of bigs in front of you, it's pretty hard to get the shot up. Michaela Dalgleish is out onto the court for the Capitals. Oh, Abby Bishop hits Jennifer Krauss with the inside pass. Krauss goes on to Walsh, who comes out for a few minutes, warming herself up for tomorrow night, perhaps. Camino pulls the trigger on the left side and hits another three. Camino with 12 points now for the game. 78, play 65 here at the arena with 14, 14 points the difference. Dalgleish, left side, over to Beattie. Krauss touches it. Bevilacqua gets it back. Pulls back out, 45 on the left side. Four seconds left. Bevilacqua makes the three. Hits the deck in the process. Now it is it is out of reach. 81 plays, 65. 17-point ball game. 
as Dalgleish knacks the ball out of Heritage's hands. Defence is still strong. Dalgleish has been called for the foul here on Camino. Camino was just smart enough then to know that uh, Dalgleish was keen. She's just into the game, so hasn't probably quite got the read on the ref yet. Yeah, definitely. Um, Camino's been into the game. She's warmed up and um, she's read the play well there with yeah. So Dalgleish has come in and obviously trying to make the most of her time she's got out there. Camino jacks one up from the sideline. It rims out. In fact, uh, no one can get to it before it's over the sideline. Barb Lotting just uh, making sure Abbott doesn't crash into the uh, AIS drinks bench that time. <laughs> but Abrams now bounce pass into Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua's holding on to it. She wants to hold onto the ball at the end of the game. And it is the Canberra Transact Capitals, 81 defeating the uh, Townsville file 65 in what was another tight game in the nation's capital. We'll hear from the coaches and be back to wrap everything up. Sorry, on camera, Transact Capitals basketball. Well, we're all thinking this would be a fast transition, fast break game. It wasn't. It was a power struggle. Yeah, look, it was a grind down. I mean, our, our absolute goal was C-Trans, and that was to shut down their running game and to hold them to under 65 points, and I think we achieved those both. I think I can remember two fast break opportunities they had, and, and that was critical for us. We knew that if they could if they'd get out and run, they could light up. We wanted them in a half-court game because we felt we could match them individually one-on-one, you know. I think Cox got away from us a little bit, but she had to fight hard for every basket she got. I think Abrams absolutely did a stellar job on Camino again. I don't think Renee Camino wants to see Kelly Abrams ever again. And we went to, you know, first half, we didn't execute our inside play well enough. I mean, even though we were scoring there, and I said at halftime, go to the well until the well runs dry, pound the ball inside, let's go to that, and that worked for us. The collapsing on your talk. Well, they didn't really try to collapse on Tracy, but all your other players that got into the paint, they were just collapsing on them and giving you no option to get the inside-outside working. Well, I think when we started to get, you know, get our other big dive into the room, we got some action going, you know. Like I said, I mean, Tracy, they didn't have an answer for her. She, I mean, that girl's just getting better and better, you know. And I think Lop Hagen and, and Bishop did a much better job in the second half on the glass. And our inside game was the answer to that. I mean, that was... That was big for us. Well, congratulations. Another good win and it's off to Melbourne for a tough road trip next week. Yeah, that's going to be huge. I mean, we've got the split on Townsville. We, we have to go to Melbourne and try and, you know, get Pauline and get Danny on and get the split on those other teams that are all in that playoff race. Good luck for that. Thanks, mate. Firstly, it's happy birthday to Abby Bishop for your birthday during the week. And, uh, well, a bit of a present there with a win tonight. Yeah, no, it was a good game. Um, we only won by about 15 in the end, but our goal was to go 3-0, and and we didn't get that against Adelaide. But um, getting the win tonight, um, we've achieved our goal by going 2-1. and one. So, yeah, it was a good game. Council's defence collapsing on you was getting quite frustrating there. You couldn't get the inside-outside working. No, um, they were playing good defence against the post. They couldn't shut down Tracy Beattie and... By doubling me, it opened her up a bit more, and that's how she got her 30 points or whatever she got. But, yeah, good defence by Townsville. to Melbourne next week. Yeah, no, it should be a good road trip. Hopefully we'll get two wins against the Melbourne teams and play play well. So, yeah. All the best. Thank you. Tracy Beattie, another fantastic performance by you. Townsville are ruining the day that uh, you decided to come to play, Tam. <laughs> yeah, um, like it, it just felt... Like, because normally I've, I'm double teamed and normally I've got three or four people hanging off me and tonight it didn't feel like that. I don't know whether it looked like that or not, but it didn't feel like that. It looked like that for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really good tonight. And importantly, it, it's the type of game where uh, the team can really see 
some other options about going inside as well. Exactly, and like we we heard them inside last game, and why they didn't change their strategy, I don't know. Like the three of us, three bigs, we had like 12, 11, and eight points or something in the first half. Like you got to do something about that. And, and meanwhile, your cars were able to stop any sort of transition. Yeah, they were fantastic tonight. Um, like, just the, I mean, Townsville, they're known for their running game and stuff, and you know, our guards, uh, we're super quick too, so it was good that we could shut that down. Well, all the best for the road trip. Thanks very much. Well, Captain Kelly Abrams, the uh, game you've been playing against Camino has been absolutely fantastic. You uh, like taking on this one up, sir? Yeah, I, I love having a challenge, and look, she's a quality player, and you know, I think once she matures a little bit and she adds a few things to her game, then she'll, she'll still be phenomenal. It is interesting to see how your team is rolling on and they're liking the leadership, obviously. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think we played at our best tonight. Um, again, we were fortunate enough to get um, Townsville in the second half and, uh, look, we've still got to step it up. Um, we've got, you know, big games coming up in the second half of the season against Adelaide and Sydney, so uh, we still need to make some improvements. All the best up against Melbourne teams next week. Cheers. Well, frustration again coming to the nation's capital, Dave. It's just, uh, Tracy Beatty is a very hard player to match up on. Yeah, we, we had a lot of difficulty with her tonight. And in that last quarter, Jessica Bibby got going. We found we had to rotate and help, and our rotations were poor. We, we, Tracy opened up a number of times, and that's what, like, she would probably would have had 10 in that quarter. So it was just Bibby. So and when you look at that, if, if you can't contain on the perimeter, we're in trouble. So The game, though, had been a, a dour struggle of defence. No one was getting perimeter shots, and inside it was just an absolute, uh, an absolute tough. You'd almost call it a scrag at some stage, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't rugby. It's a shame. Like the last five minutes, the game got away from us. Before that, I thought it was a pretty good contest. So uh, it was a good physical battle. Uh, I thought both teams went at it. So now that it's a, like I, I'm keen to have a look at the tape. I. I don't know whether we got the rough end of the deal or not yet. I'll have a look, but uh, I, I um, have to say, thinking about it right now, I, I consider that we might have. So. Oh, okay. Now you weren't, you, you didn't use Andrea Walsh for very much time tonight. I don't think I saw Celeste Herlebron hit the court. So obviously you were playing, you know, playing your hand for tomorrow night as well. Yeah, absolutely. We we were all out. We were, we were all out to win that game, no doubt about it. So. Um, it's, it's just a shame. Like they locked down very well. They did a terrific job defensively, and we struggled. So uh, it's the second time that's happened. But I thought our performance was a lot better than last time. Well, all the best for the AF tomorrow night. Thank you. Well, Jamie Kennedy, your thoughts on what was a uh, well? It wasn't an open, free-scoring game. We didn't see that transition which we all expected to see tonight. What we saw was D at its best. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the score doesn't show that much, but you think it'd be a lot lower scoring game. Um, both teams went hard at it, and uh, with the sounds, but they definitely uh, read the game well with doubling the bigs and stopping that inside target. But it's just pretty difficult to stop a, a big like beating in there, and you can see by her um, points, I think. Uh, how many points you 17 for the game. Yeah, so, uh, no, 26. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, BD 26, 17 for Bibi. Yeah, so, um, with a big like that in there, it's pretty unstoppable, uh, with a team of guards, um, being council, but, uh, also on the capital side, uh, their defense and pressure really, um, stop the outside play from the council team, and 
you can see by the scores of Renee Camino, who's usually up in the 20s, and a couple of the other um, girls such as Heritage and um, Wilson, and the lack of three-point attempts definitely um, dropped their confidence. Well, we are going to uh, have a look now what's going on in Melbourne. There's uh, Llewellyn Tomlinson is uh, joining us over the rail to look at the score. And I've checked this out already. You don't want to see it. It's 91 to 41 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. So 91-41, the game down there in Melbourne. Jamie, you're shaking your head. It is disappointing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's a bit difficult to look at a screen that has 91-41 teams down. But... Um, I don't know, hopefully uh, we'll get a bit of feedback when the girls back, get back, but um, yeah, I'm not sure what to think yet. In the game tonight, though, the Capitals, they're just confirming that they are premiership material. A lot of people were saying, no Jackson, no Canberra, but that's not the case. Uh, no, definitely. Uh, with Anyone's going to say that with a great, like, Lauren Jackson in your team. Obviously, she's a great player and brings a lot, taught a lot to the Capitals, but uh, if you have a look now, and the girls are actually starting to prove that um, one man team doesn't work unless you've got the players surrounding you. Well, Jamie, thanks once again for joining us here on Capitals Basketball. It's been a pleasure working with you. Yeah, thank you. Jamie Kennedy uh, joining us here courtside to uh, give us all her views on the game. Of course, her team, the AS, will be up against the Townsville Fire tomorrow night. We will have coverage of that on sportradio.com.au. Sorry, .com.au. My mouth's not working properly at the moment. But on behalf of Jamie Kennedy, John Keogh, I'm Craig Ravel, signing out from another interesting night of Capitals basketball. They maintain their position on the top of the ladder, 81-65 over the Townsville Fire.